All right. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the I-76 podcast. It's Dave. And, and I'm Spencer. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's Spencer. Yeah, we're not uh, editing that out. We're not. How's it going, Spencer? Dave, I'm mad. Why's that? So today at work, or let me start from yesterday. At work, you remember those old Scooby snacks that we were talking, that like we had as kids? Like, yes. Yeah. Like, they're like, what are they called? Uh, fruit snacks. Yeah, like gummies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we were talking about that. We were all getting nostalgic and stuff. And today, um, my coworker, Ashley, shout out to Ashley. She's going to be on the show in a couple of weeks, hopefully. Um, she brings in a pack for everybody. So I was like, cool, nice. I opened this. And you know, how, like the, the blue ones, right? Yeah. Like the, the light, solid blue ones. Yeah. Completely different flavor now. Wait, seriously? Yes. That's like single-handedly ruining my childhood. No, th- this is... An American tragedy <laughs> like it, it, it's more of a gelatin now like it's still good it's better than the average fruit snack but it's not but the taste is just different the texture is different it's just it's like a regular gummy it's not like the is the consistency like the same no well no it's <sighs> different like it's enjoyable but it's just not the same it's not the same it's that's unfortunate same. and I was I appreciate the gesture but I was pretty <laughs> bummed by it that's that's unfortunate. Wow. I know, I know man. <laughs> All right. Well, other than that, I'm okay. How are you? I'm all right, man. I I don't really have too much going on with me. Got a haircut today. Oh, yeah, just I been, see. Just been chilling for a little bit. So yeah. You look like a handsome gentleman. Thank you. You know, had to get that nice scissor trim, put um, it up on top. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you there, brother. <laughs> so uh you just want to jump right into it? Yeah, dude. We uh, are just coming off of the All-Star break for the MLB. And uh, Dave, how did you think the events went? Uh, I got to be honest. I wasn't I was not that entertained with the uh, home run derby first off. Really? Yeah. I That was my favorite event of the week. Really? Yes. I I don't know. It was I, I don't like not being able to visualize how far a lot of the things are going. I feel like it's kind of too rapid of a pace them do like a mike hargrove like rain delay between each pitch no i just i feel like in in the past they had a they had a better like tracker meter thing that tracked the balls and how far they were going well it made more sense in the past i'll give you that where it's like you know instead of three minutes you're gonna you have 10 outs or whatever it was yeah but the thing that bothered me about the home run derby is the same thing that they've had the problem with this in the past couple years especially with vlad guerrero and cleveland a couple years ago when um it, it it's not well in this case it is but it's not particularly whoever has the most home runs wins is they do it by round and by bracket which i think is dumb you don't like the bracket format i hate it because no think about it back when it was in cleveland when pete alonzo won for the first time vlad guerrero had like a trillion home runs in one round yeah advances and then loses in the finals when overall he hit more home runs than alonzo did yeah so that's annoying. I get that. Yeah. And uh, fun fact, my mom actually weighed in on this and she said, Rob Manfred is, quote, an ass. So. <laughs> well, I do agree with your mom on that one. Yeah. But no, I thought the event was really good. I was actually from the beginning, my, my, I went with my dark horse pick, which was Trey Mancini, who made it to the <laughs> finals. You know, I, I like to see that guy do well after everything he's been through. So yeah. I'm happy that, uh, you know, he had a performance. He beat out, uh, who was it, Olsen? And then he beat up uh, Story, I believe. Yeah. 
and I mean, he made it, it was competitive. Like, I mm-hmm. thought it was a good, I thought it was a good event. Did you have a person you were pulling for? I mean, O'Shea, but I mean, I, I, I was okay with Alonzo winning it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I like the Mets. As I said yeah. last week, I'm a Lindor fan. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, anytime the Mets do something good, you know, I'm not, I won't lose sleep over it. Yeah. I mean, I, I was still entertained by it, but I don't know. Well, how about the event after that? The celebrity softball game. Have, did you watch a second? of I that? did not watch one second of that. Wasn't it like pre-recorded? It was pre-recorded and I got through, I sped through and I lasted about five minutes. Um, some of the all-stars included Quavo, <laughs> uh, one of my all-time favorites, CeCe Sabathia. But wait, for a celeb, that, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, let me finish, Dave. Damn it. <laughs> Then we had Karamo from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Okay. Which he, I got through two innings and he had three errors. <laughs> I love I love Queer Eye, but Karamo needs to stick to making people cry and not going yeah. for fly balls. And uh, starting catcher, Jojo with the Bobo. Jojo with the Bobo. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she, uh, she got a dinger off of Quavo. <laughs> Poor Quavo. Yeah. So uh, that was something that happened. And, yeah, I got, um, I got to be honest with you. I did not see one second of it. I, I personally, I feel like I would have preferred it if it was a uh, live, but. No, yeah, it. No, it, it's not. It wasn't fun. Like even mm-hmm. they had a day to edit it to make it more entertaining and it wasn't. And it's cool. I mean, I thought it was cool that they gave like Todd Helton a part of that because obviously Colorado Rockies and. You know, as a kid, he was like the big hitter, at least from like our generation. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to see him kind of represented out there. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I didn't even know if he was there because I sped through the thing. But, you know, shout out to Todd Hilton, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the event itself sucked. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I feel like they try to make the MLB so marketable, but they, the, you know, the biggest name they could get is you know, Jojo with the Bobo. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's, that was that. Yeah. Uh, how much, uh, did you watch the whole, uh, all-star game yesterday? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll fully admit I watched everything from the fifth inning onward, but it was, it was fun. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, now before we talk about the game, what did you think about the all-star uniforms this year? Dude, the, I, that was the first thing that stuck out <laughs> with me. I thought they were terrible. Dude, why did uh, like the American League's like all blue uniforms? They look like janitors or like mechanics. Yeah, and like half the uniforms didn't even match with what like the teams were because they would have like the same original color of whoever that player's team was on top of the blue or the white, and it wouldn't even ma- like match half the time. It was yeah, it was like, it was really weird. Yeah, and I don't give a shit like what teams wear. Like I prefer teams that are I prefer teams I like to have good uniforms but at the end of the day i won't lose sleep over it but honestly i'd be fine if like the team i was in white if they just wore their normal white jerseys for whatever team they were on like i feel like that would have been just fine well that's what they used to do yeah like, which is, is that's cool like i i don't know nike did the same thing with uh the nba uniforms with their city jerseys that are all terrible and gradient now they're going to do it to baseball and yep. they already started with football with you know <laughs> the rams and the falcons yeah 
So they're on a they're on a war path, and you know, God forbid they get to hockey anytime soon. Oh, geez, no. But yeah. no, yeah, like I got to give a shout out to uh, my boy Frazier from the Pirates. He he played his ass off yesterday. Yes, he did. That now, yeah, that man can play. <laughs> How what did what did? Sorry, I have the stats here. I'm looking at the American League right now. Let me go over to the National League. Um, Adam Frazier went one for two. What kind? Of, how was his hit? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad. He had some good uh, defensive stops, though. Okay. Brian Reynolds also played 0 for 2. Now, of course, the starting pitcher for the American team was Shohei Otani. What did you think of him this weekend? I mean, I, I, I'll fully admit I've been riding the bandwagon completely with him. He fully deserves it. But, I mean, obviously, he, he didn't play his best in these past two events, which I mean, that's fine. It's the all-star break, but yeah, no, he, uh, he's, he's a polarizing guy. Yeah. Um, if I were an angels fan, every time he would step on a baseball field, like I would just be panicking because mm-hmm. I feel like he's just a ticking time bomb. Like I, I feel he's going to have a, I God forbid, but I feel like he's going to have a horrible injury just based on everything that he's doing for yeah. them right now. Like, and he's insane. Like he's the best. You know, if he keeps this up, he will be the best baseball player of all time. And I'm sorry, but as far as I'm concerned, that's you know the Angels are showing oh, yeah. his team. Sorry, Mike, you're hurt. <laughs> you've been hurt all year, but you're great. Come to Cleveland; it's nice here. But um, no, yeah, that's. I mean, it's going to be Shohei's league if if he doesn't get hurt, but if he can keep it up, and I think he's. I mean, he is already 27, I believe. But still, if he, if he keeps this up, he's he's going to be something special. And he also made history, too, being the first, what was it, like starting pitcher and leading batter in the All-Star game? Eat your heart out, Babe Ruth. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah. You know, people talk about, like, Michael Jordan playing plumbers. Nobody talks about, like, Babe Ruth being in a fat guy's softball league where everybody's drunk. I, I got it, like, unrelated really quick with the whole All-Star game. I will uh, – I'll admit, I love seeing like old baseball highlights, just seeing like their form of running because they oh, look yeah. like they are running like hammered out of a bar from a bouncer. Like everybody runs like how Vince McMahon walks. Yeah, for real. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> like nobody ever wears clothes that fit them like in the old timey days. Like it wasn't until, I don't know, like the 70s where baseball players were like, maybe we should get uniforms that fit. Yeah. Because it looks like they're wearing their dad's clothes. It, it looks like they, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, Shohei Otani. God forbid he gets hurt, and I don't even like the Angels. I, I don't. Yeah, I I don't like them for a petty ass reason. That's just because I know somebody who's an Angels fan, and I don't like him. But <laughs> no, I, I want him to be great. And if I were a National League team, I'd be salivating over him because he's a pitcher who could hit. For real. And my big, my second biggest fear with him is that the Angels are just going to waste his career like they're doing with Trout. Like they brought mm-hmm. in Rendon. That he had no pitching help his whole career. You know, they should have got a pitcher this offseason. And if the Angels were smart, and I don't want them to do this, I want them to trade him because he's going to waste his time there. If they were smart, they would make him a full-time pitcher because they have like, who else is pitching for them now? Nobody. No, they don't have any like Beavers or you know, DeGrom's out there yeah. besides Otani himself. I, I don't know. I don't know what his, um, I don't know what his, uh, like contract is like right now, but I feel like he will have insane trade value in the next year or two. Yeah. But like, I absolutely insane. Well, the thing is they're not going to trade him. I mean, why would they, I, besides the reasons I just said, but like, yeah, 
he's going to make that organization so much money. But he could also just be going to waste there. Yeah, that, no, that that's the thing. And they don't care because look at Mike Trout's whole career. He made the playoffs once, I believe. I mean, that's sad. That's just it sad. Is. It is. And like, he's like a top 10 baseball player of all time. Yeah. And, but I I just don't want what's happening to Mike Trout to happen to Otani because I think he's a more fun player to watch mm-hmm. than Mike Trout. Well, it really sounds like I'm shitting on Mike Trout this podcast. No, no, it's more on the Angels organization. As no, uh, yeah, here on uh, the I-76 podcast, we just hate Mike Trout. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's our first beef, buddy. <laughs> Besides uh, the old man who gave you the middle finger in the McDonald's drive-thru. I've come to peace with it. It's okay. Have you? Yeah, I forget. Have, have you met up with him? No, I've not, but he completely off with me and I've come to peace with it. I think you should just, you know, write him a letter of uh peace, like a peace offering. Um, take him out I'll, for dinner. I'll just meet him at the same drive through the same McDonald's. Do you see the McDonald's is having space jam toys? Are they really? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a shameless plug right here next week on the show dave and i will be pitching space jam 3 so you're not going to want to miss that yes it's going to be electric it is going to be amazing now anyway moving on vlad guerrero jr is something special as we know he is a beast and i was going to ask you the question if you were to build a team around a young player right now do you pick vladimir guerrero or do you pick fernando tatis That's tough. I mean, Tatis has just been just in the limelight so much over the past what year or two. I f- I feel like the like the casual like normal casual baseball fan would say Tatis, but Guerrero I mean, is something special. He is. I mean, you can't go wrong with anything you say. Mm-hmm. But God, he he had that ball like four hundred sixty eight feet or something crazy mm-hmm. like that. And he's the sad thing is he's younger than both of us. Yeah, that that's very sad. I I, I did see. I did. That picture of him just as a small kid with his dad at the all-star game is just, it's amazing. Yeah. And like they do the same thing with Pat Mahomes and Steph Curry showing pictures of them as kids all the time with like their dads on the field. It's yeah. like, you know, you got to watch out for Bronny James someday, man. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Hey, Riley Curry's about to ball out. <laughs> all right. Um, I just want to mention real quick, Jose Ramirez had one at bat. If you were anywhere else besides Coors Field, that would have been out of there. <laughs> that would have been out of there. That was gone. Any other park in the MLB. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Um, so overall, I thought it was a fun week um, of all-star activities. Um, is there anybody that on the roster that stands out to you that you don't think would have made the all-star team, in your opinion, that you know, you would have replaced with somebody else. I'm trying to say, um, I don't know. I was, I was watching some other, um, I was listening to some other sports podcasts, whatnot. A lot of like people were really pissed off that the pirates even had two players playing in it. I mean, they're oh. great players. Yeah. They're good players. Just on a uh, shitty team. Uh, apparently a lot of, uh, like baseball, uh, analysts and whatnot are kind of like annoyed with that. Stupid. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah, dude, Adam, Adam Frazier's not that good, bro. <laughs> Honestly, he, uh, Brian Reynolds is trash. Yep. But do you know who I'm happy to see did well last night? was uh, It's going to be controversial. I'm a big Manny Machado fan. Okay. And I became a Machado fan because I realized that 
Dodgers fans hate him now, and I love that. <laughs> like Machado's been kind of an asshole his whole career, but just yep. the fact that like he's on Slam Diego, and you know he's not a he, you know he's not a fan favorite in LA anymore. I I love that, and uh, so good for him. Good job, Manny. Yeah. But yeah, no. Um, that's about all I have for the All Star break. You have anything else? No, no, I got I got nothing else. All right. Who are the Pirates playing this week? They are going back to playing the Mets again. Ooh, that's not gonna be fun. Uh, I mean, we played them in the series right before the All Star break, and we we did split the four game series with them. But we'll see. All I know is that it is Miller Light Happy Hour at PNC Park. So oh yeah. Get yourself an icy light and just be sad. But yep. after that, good news. You're playing the Arizona Diamondbacks, who I believe are like 32 and a half games out of first place right now in their division. Yeah, it's, that, that's rough for them, yeah. Uh, do you think Escobar is going to the White Sox? Maybe. I don't know. That's tough. I think he is. Well, I don't, I don't know the progress on Luis Robert and uh, who's the other guy? Eloy Jimenez. Mm-hmm. But I think depending on that, they're going to make a move for Escobar. Yeah. Which I would hate to see as an Indians fan. I mean, it's not like we're going to win the division anytime soon, but, you know, just. Hey, smart on the smart on the White Sox to keep building, though. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. But... I mean, the last White Sox I liked was like Frank Thomas. Mm-hmm. Just just because his nickname is the Big Hurt, and I think that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, that's... Having, I'm not having fun in my division, Dave. It's like every time we <laughs> win, they win. Every time we lose, they lose. So it's like either like there's never any progress being made. It's either you know regression or you know we're at the same level as them. Yeah. So we're still in the wild card race. Um, I don't know if we're gonna make any big moves. Like the biggest things we're gonna do is get rid of Cesar Hernandez, Eddie Rosario, who's hurt, and Ahmed Rosario. But at the same time, I don't know what you can really realistically get back for guys like that. Yeah, at least you guys are battling for it right now, though. I mean, yeah, we do have that series against the D-backs, but then we're at the Giants at uh, or against the Brewers. And after that, we have a series against the Phillies, which on the 30th, I will be at that game against the Phillies. So I'm ooh, pumped for we'll, that. We'll do a pre-game show for that weekend probably yep, we can do that okay um but yeah the speaking of the brewers they are kind of running that division right now and did you see uh chris bryant last night leave uh five guys on base at two at bats gotcha. <laughs> yeah. i love that so much the cubs are far from great right now and it makes me so happy how do you feel about um going back to the all-star game real quick how do you feel about them like interviewing people on the field as the game's going on i don't know it's weird i well i hate anything that espn touches Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm happy that, um, wait, it wasn't on ESPN. It was on Fox. I take it. I'm sorry. Either way. Yeah. We, we still stand by the ESPN slander. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> but no, I, I don't take it back. Cause I have beef with Fox too, because Joe Buck called the game and he is, like, <laughs> he is the, uh, audio equivalent of listening to paint dry. Yeah, pretty much. And, uh, I don't know. Like it was weird. Like, I understand when they have guys in the outfield that they're talking to, but like when Nelson Cruz is at bat and they're trying to talk to him, it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird, man. <laughs> but no, yeah. I, I Going back to what I was saying, I think the Bucks being, or not the Bucks, I was sorry, I looked over and 
I have the NBA pregame on. But uh, no, the Cubs being terrible is so funny. They have no pitchers besides Hendricks and Jake Ariola. It's it's funny it's funny to me because the Cubs are such a joke to just the the baseball world right now. And then you look at the standings and the Pirates are just right beneath them still. Not not even right beneath them. They're they're far beneath them. I I appreciate you not. Um, I really appreciate you not laughing when I called Jake Arietta Jake Ariola, but that's <laughs> that's okay. That means uh, I don't. That went that went right over my head. Honestly, yeah. I don't no, know if you didn't know, that. that's a scientific word for nipple. Fun fact. Fun fact. That's what you have here on the science with Spencer. Science with Spencer and Pezon is Areola in Spanish. Hmm. The more you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good talk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is something I didn't want to talk about for a long time. I just wanted to touch on it for a second. Speaking of teams that are not great this year, the New York Yankees. Um, I'm not a Yankees fan, but I do watch a lot of Yankees games. And I think that they should be sellers this year instead of buyers, but I don't think they'll like actually do that because they're the Yankees and they have too much pride. And I, I mean, I don't think they should get rid of anybody like, you know, Garrett Cole or Aaron judge or, you know, Stanton or anybody like that, but they could get, definitely get something for a, you know, I don't even know who, but some moves can be made. Maybe I'm looking at the roster right now. Maybe Glaber Torres could go. Um, Odor, I don't know what his contracts like there are, but yeah, no. I, what do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, not really. I, I haven't followed the Yankees too much, but um, I do have to do uh, some quick housekeeping that where uh, we have to apologize because we gave Garrett Cole a bunch of slander on our first ever episode, and he proceeded to go off like the next day. I don't apologize. Fuck you, Garrett. <laughs> If you're listening, <laughs> if if you're listening, Garrett. Yeah, but no, the Yankees are at a weird. They're fourth. I thought they were going to dominate the American League this year. Yeah, my my socks are leading. <laughs> for for those listening, like obviously I, I am a Pirates fan and I support all things Pittsburgh. But if I could pick any other baseball team, I, I also really like the Red Sox. My uh, my dad spent a lot of time up in Boston, so. I'm not a bandwagon by any means, but I, I will support them. Okay, well, congratulations <laughs> between you and Tampa as of now. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, Dave, I have a question. What's up? Um, do you know who this Lionel Messi guy is? I think I heard the name. I think he did something, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh. uh, Lionel Messi winning the Copa America back on Saturday. Yeah, dude. That's his a, first of his career. It was pretty it was pretty electric. It was a well, it was his first um international championship, which like I said in the uh, first episode, he um he's had a lot of controversy because he he can't win international championship and now that he's finally done it, he uh he's finally like on par in terms of stats. He's on par with Ronaldo in terms of championships with everything. So yeah, it was a uh, it was really electric. You you could tell that uh, a, a lot of his teammates weren't even really playing f- for Argentina itself. They were more like stepping up for Messi. And as soon as he won, just the scenes of him like crying and his teammates throwing him up in the air. It, it was it was pretty special to see. It was pretty cool. Now I'm not gonna lie, I did not watch any of this game. That's totally fine. So, I mean, it was a one nothing game. Was the goal from Messi? 
Because uh, no, that would have been special. No, I forget who it was. It was their other forward. But uh, let me look at their lineups. <laughs> their other forward was Martinez. I, I believe it was Martinez about the goal. But yeah, it, it was it was kind of funny. I was watching the final few minutes of the game, and the commentators were talking about how like it was about to be Messi's special moment with winning a championship and everything. He straight up just had a one-on-one with the goalie and tripped and fell and just completely botched it. And then the whistle was blown like a minute later for him to win the game. It was, it was, it was poor timing on his part, but he did get the championship in the end. That's good. Well, like I said, I didn't watch the game, so I'm not like implying anything. Do you think that was the officiating fair or were they kind of like, all right, we got to help Messi, you know, uh, get this championship over. I mean, overall, I thought it was pretty fair. Uh, over, Yeah. It's, there wasn't anything too controversial. It was uh it was it was pretty interesting just seeing Neymar go against Messi, though. I will admit that. Was that their first time against each other? Oh no, they've definitely played against each other a bunch in the past, but this year it was actually pretty heated. Well, just because of the whole no championship thing? Yeah, pretty much that. Yeah. Well, Messi, what a what a what a what a guy, man. What a what a dude. I'll put him up there with Pele. Well, uh, one more quick thing with Messi. He um just today was announced that he was signing a like five year deal with Barcelona to stay there. So he is going to be there for another five years. I'm a Real Madrid fan. Are you just saying that? No, my friend told me to be one. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna so I'm who's on who's on Real Madrid? Uh like Benzema and uh, couple other people we probably don't know it used to be Ronaldo used to play for Real so it was a huge rivalry between him and Real and then Messi at Barcelona well yeah I know that well I just know he doesn't play there anymore do they have Nagby uh no (laughs) um they should trade for him (laughs) just sign him um well for those of you listening tweet at me who should be my Liga team because I am in limbo right now, and I don't want to be a bandwagon and jump on Barcelona. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call you a bandwagon if you did, but no, I just don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and through all of this, we are getting you into the world of soccer this year. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I'm gonna skip, uh, kind of go out of order a little bit. Speaking of getting me into soccer, how did you watch any of the crew game from this past week? I did not. I've not watched too much MLS with all like the international stuff going on. Well, can I interest you in Hell, Dave? Because it was the Hell is Real Derby, which, if you're not familiar, is the rivalry between FC Cincinnati and the Columbus Crew. And who ended up winning? It was tied, but was it one one? I think I saw two two. No, it was two two. So basically, for those who don't know, if you drive from Columbus to Cincinnati or vice versa, there is a big ass sign. In the middle of the highway that says hell is real does the name hell is real derby which i have 10 out of 10 seen that sign too you no know, yeah if you're if you've ever <laughs> even had a whiff of the state of ohio you know exactly what i'm talking about so this is the hell is real derby um the game started off 2-0 and then you know we stepped up the defense really lit them up uh Zellerayon scored um i forget who else score but no like near the end of the game we got they got a lot more competitive so i'm as a somebody who's new to soccer i'm not sure how to react to a tie but i think i'm okay with it in this scenario 
the ties are the one thing that America like Americans need to get over in terms of soccer. Because Why? That's such a big argument with people that hate on soccer. Like, oh, like you just have to. You, we're used to winning or losing. Like tying's not tying should not be a thing. Yeah, I don't know how to react. Like, perfect example. A couple of years ago, Brown Steelers when we had Tyrod Taylor. First game of the season, we ended in a tie. I had no idea what to do with myself. I was like, "Am I happy? The losing streak is over, but we didn't win." Of course, because of course the Browns could end a losing streak by not winning. Yeah, let me assure you, everyone in Pittsburgh was furious after that game. Well, yeah, because you guys were actually a successful team, and, and we, we yeah. are coming off of seventeen straight losses. <laughs> so, was uh, Antonio Brown on that team? Uh, was that 2018 that happened? Yes. He. When did he? What did he leave Pittsburgh? I think it was the year after. Yeah, because he went to the Raiders for, from like, but not really. He left in 2018, and then the summer of like 2019, he went to the Raiders and that's when yeah. all the, the beef happened between him and the Steelers organization. And, and then he lost his fucking mind. Then shit hit the fan. Yeah. He went insane. And uh, he, I mean, he still probably is insane, but he has a Super Bowl. Yeah. Not with the Steelers. How does that feel, David? I mean, I, 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 I wasn't that mad about it. it like during that it, whole saga, you didn't like, you weren't totally like anti Antonio Brown. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like people in Pittsburgh will always have probably some harsh feelings with him, but it's kind of the fact that he didn't really contribute that much to that championship. And it, the, the Buccaneers were basically just signing so many superstars willy nilly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be a hater and be pissed off about it. I'm, I'm not an Antonio Brown fan, but I can't appreciate how great he's been for our organization. Yeah. Which is good because I mean he's a talented guy. It just oh for sure, kind of a horrible person allegedly. Has allegedly has done some very questionable things. But uh, he did make that tweet that said "No more white woman 2020." So uh, you know what I'm talking about. And he made that before shit hit the fan in 2020. So did he? I, th- I think it was right before everything went down. Yeah, 2020 was. We need to have a whole episode <laughs> recapping 2020 at yeah. some point. Yeah, but uh, going back to soccer really quick, I just I, I want to apologize for the entire country of England. <laughs> I called it last week, Dave. It did not come home. It it was a uh, it was something. No, it. Uh, I was out watching the game at a rugby bar of all places, which was actually pretty entertaining because there were tons of England fans there alongside me. Everyone was chanting and screaming. It was awesome. Oi, brav, kick the ball to the net, brav. <laughs> and they scored Get it in it, guys. They scored a, a freaking amazing goal second minute of the entire game, which ended up being their downfall because after that, they just parked the bus and decided just to have no offense whatsoever, no possession. They just played defense for the next 88 minutes of the 88 plus minutes of the game. It was, uh, it was, um, I'm not mad about it. I'm okay with Italy winning. But it, it was pretty upsetting because England just had no possession for the rest of the game whatsoever. Yeah, those blokes did not know what they were doing out there, man. Yeah, it's but uh, yeah, it's it was. I mean, I will admit it was a special moment because you don't see too many like 
finals going to a PK shootout. And that was just amazing to see no matter what. Yeah, no, I have no prior affiliation with either of these teams, but just <laughs> like watching the shootouts, like you can't keep your eyes off of it. I, I am biased because I've been a soccer fan my entire life, but a PK shootout is probably my like favorite moment in all of sports, at least in terms of how intense it is. Yeah. Which is going back to the tying thing. That's why it's stupid. Like why can't they just end games in PK shootouts? I I don't know where it exactly originated at with doing that, but um, I, I feel like it's the fact that if these teams would have been tied after 90 minutes of play, just in a regular season game, you might as well just take a point and go home. I feel like that's how they view it. That's dumb. I mean, it's, it's just the way it is. And this is, I mean, this is, this is why we need the super week, Dave, <laughs> because, Oh man. Okay. No. Yeah. Like, Picture taking the Yankees and Dodgers and Mets and all the big market teams and giving them their own league. They could all kill each other and spend millions of dollars. Now, us fancy boys at the bottom of the barrel of terms of salary, like we, we would duke it out and pay our guys peanuts. Just all like small, small uh, market teams just going up against each other. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, Super, league, Super League twerk team. That's the title of the episode. Hashtag Super League Twerk Team. All right. Everybody get their trending. Hashtag Super League Twerk Team. All right. Moving on. Bucks Suns. Bucks Suns. It's on right now. Game four. This Um, this is a live recording as of right now. It is 18 to 14 Phoenix right now. It's a low scoring first quarter. Yeah. No. uh, Well, how much time's left? You're showing a replay right now, so I can't see. Uh, two minutes. Eh, all right. It's, <laughs> well, earlier it was like twelve to four Phoenix, so Milwaukee's catching up. You know, based on the last game, I think that Giannis is really kind of knowing what his role needs to be for this series, as opposed to like trying to like sh- be a shooter. Like he knows that he needs to stay in the block and in the paint and stuff like that, and uh, obviously. His team played better in the last game, so yeah, I was I was gonna say going back to game three, I, I do have to apologize again for being so confident in Suns and Four. My dream was shot down right after we recorded yeah. that again. But yeah, no, um, uh no, I was I was Garrett impressed Cole, by the Bucks. Garrett Cole, Milwaukee Bucks. Anybody we condemn on the show becomes great. I need to start condemning my own teams. But yeah, yeah, the, the I was I was very impressed with the Bucks in game three. The the rest of the team really showed some grit. They really stepped it up and it, it was a good game. It was a good game. And hopefully this one will be too. Right now, uh not now it's 18-16. So Milwaukee score is out it was 18-14 just a minute ago, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So uh oh. Okay, Aiton almost just missed the layup, <laughs> but he got it. Good job. <laughs> but yeah, Noah, you know, like, like I said, I'm, I was going to say that I w- wasn't really paying attention to the series because I'm more focused on team USA, but Holy hell, what is going on? Uh, let's get to team USA in a second. Okay. Real Bye. quick. What do you have to say? So what do you have to say? Dave? What <laughs> do you have to get off your chest? What is so, what is so important? Um, well, let's give more bad takes. How do you see the rest of the series playing out? If Milwaukee wins tonight, I have Phoenix and seven. If Phoenix wins tonight, I have Phoenix and six. 
I respect that. No, I, I still think it will be Phoenix, knock on wood. But uh, the, the, if the Bucks keep playing like how they did in game three, it's uh, it's going to be a hell of a series. Yeah. And, I mean, right now, I mean, granted, it's only the first quarter, but they look competitive. Yeah. Now, I did not realize until the finals this year, I did not know that Jeff Teague is in Milwaukee. I thought he was still like. Yeah. Yeah. No, I uh, <laughs> I don't know why, but I always think that him and Evan Fournier are the same person. I, I also feel like Jeff and, Teague. Like they, they have was, nothing in common with each other. Yeah. I thought that he was in Boston. I feel like Jeff Teague is also one of those guys where like you wouldn't hear about him for a couple months and then you'd be like, Oh, he's on the Sacramento Kings. Okay. Yeah. No, you ever, you ever see like the NBA on TNT, like who he played for? Yeah. Yeah. Like He would be <laughs> my kryptonite if I were on that show. Yeah. Like him be, and Evan uh, Fournier. Yeah. And like, they have nothing in common. They look nothing alike. They are two completely different parts in their careers. I have no idea why he makes them up. <laughs> Yeah, I um, I don't know. The, the the Bucks are really stepping it up right now, though. They are. It's a two point game right now. First quarter is about to end. I would like to see them make it a series because right now, none, none of these games have been like exciting, in my opinion. I I don't know. I, I I feel like all the games that have been in Phoenix have been really exciting just because of the crowd and arena to begin with. Yeah. And yes, not, I I will keep kissing their ass because those games just look like a huge party. Yeah, no. Um, Phoenix knows how to have an NBA atmosphere, unlike a lot of teams that may be in the Rock and Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> like the Cavs will be sorry, but the Cavs will be down by like two with like 14 seconds to go. And the people at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse will be like, all right, guys, time for the dance cam. <laughs> or who wants a free T-shirt or DiGiorno's pizza? Okay, put some like, respect on the dance team's name or dance cam. <laughs> yeah, I just say, like, there's a time and place for that. And, like, I don't know about other NBA teams, but the Cavs are just so – they lack such self-awareness when it comes to, like, marketing to human beings. <laughs> that's, like, like, ca- that's honestly like having, like, an NHL game in overtime, like – freaking overtime game and just cut right to like a kiss cam in the middle of it no like they'll do shit like that <laughs> and like well, the Cavs will be down to like 30 in the fourth quarter which isn't unusual yeah well, like then you'll just start here like pre-recorded let's go Cavs chance <laughs> people are just like sitting there thinking about why am i a fan of this organization and don't get me wrong and the Cavs are my favorite team in any sport like more than the indians or browns probably but like the, whoever's in like putting their game together like they just like, need to step it up yeah step it up i'm not i'm not gonna say like oh they're horrible at what they're doing they just kind of you know feel <laughs> watch the game like yeah. be aware of what's going on put the game first like i don't need to see you know somebody do a headstand when mm-hmm. you know game's on the line yeah but but all right, yeah the uh how about the men's international team god what I mean, they won yesterday. They did win yesterday, but other than that, what the hell? They lost to Mike Brown. <laughs> they lost to Michael Brown. Hey, don't don't forget to mention my boy Delvadova. Okay, no. <laughs> I'm not a Delhi fan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but they did lose to him. Okay, we'll get to the Australia game in a minute, but Mike Brown? <laughs> how, how does Nigeria get 23s in a game? 
against Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, Damian Lillard, Bam Adebayo. They're not used to the FIBA rules, dude. That's one of the big things. Like you'll have people diving into three pointers and refs are just looking at them like they're morons. Which I'm, which I love. Yeah, I actually really like it. Yeah. No, the NBA officiating is stupid. It it, it got to the point where it's stupid now. And it's just the the NBA superstars are not used to that type of environment whatsoever. No. Yeah. Like they're flopping all over the place. They're getting nothing. And from that perspective, I love it. But from the perspective of, you know, Kevin Durant and Damian Lillard should be able to beat beat both of these teams in a two on five game. Yes, that is true. It's uh, <laughs> it's a far cry from the dream team. It is a very far cry from the dream team. It oh, would be see- it would be absolutely electric if Nets game LeBron James just walked out onto the court. Oh my God! Or Carmelo, <laughs> the great I, dude. Honestly. <laughs> I wish Carmelo was on this team so much. He's my, he's the yeah. best United States basketball player in Olympic history. Really? I think so. I mean, just like, like not, not like the best player to play for the U S Olympics, but while they're in the Olympics, the best guy that we has been on the USA, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But do you know who has been getting some minutes for them this year? Who? My boy, Darius Garland. Hey, <laughs> there are two NBA teams right now that have multiple players on the USA team. Would you like to guess those teams? Uh, no, one of them's the Cavs. Okay. Uh, I mm, Isn't the other one kind of like a crappy small market team? Yep. The Kings. Detroit Pistons. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know why I would have guessed the Kings. What the hell was that? But yeah. It would have been Brooklyn, but Harden said he didn't want to play because he, he wouldn't get any call from the FIBA, FIBA refs. <laughs> Honestly, he would not have. No. But, no, yeah, the Cavs are well represented. Um, you know, we – I don't know how many Cavaliers have been on the Olympics in the past. Obviously, the big three. Mark Price is on Dream Team 2. I mean, looking forward, I guess the good thing is maybe they're getting all of their fluke games out of the way early. Maybe we don't know that. Yeah, I mean the Olympics haven't started yet, which is good. Yeah, but like at the same time, you're the USA. You have Kevin Durant and Damian Lillard. That's all you need. Yeah. You can put me out there, and you should win. Yeah, no, that, with those types of teams, it, it should be twenty point wins no matter what. Yes, like do you think Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and <laughs> David Robinson would have, you know, lost to whoever like France? <laughs> In the exhibition game, that team that team was just a straight up just like carnival. It was a festival, like it that, it was a party. That team, well, obviously, is the best basketball team ever assembled. Yeah, for sure. Maybe I would put the two thousand eight and two thousand twelve uh, Olympic teams up there too. I would. I I was going to put them up there. I'd put them. I'd put two thousand twelve probably number two. Yeah, probably. But you know, Michael George just rode Chris Mullins' coattails the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Chris Mullen is the greatest basketball player of all time. <laughs> Chris, if you're listening, we love you and we want you on the podcast. <laughs> uh, only warrior I like, Chris Mullen. Shout out to Chris Mullen. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Do you know why he was great? Why? He would drop a 40-piece on you and he'd get his haircuts from he gets haircuts from like great clips after the game. <laughs> he, he's a man of the people. Yeah, dude. My grandpa you know, was rocking the same haircut 
like his whole life. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he, like he looked like he would like sell you a sandwich out of his backpack at like a high school football game. <laughs> but like at the same time, he'll like drop a 40 piece on you. Oh my gosh. Do they have, so, sorry, real quick. Do they have any other exhibition games coming up? Oh, uh, US? Yeah. Um, Probably. Could you find anything for that? I'll look it up real quick. Okay. Yeah, I know Um, when I was, during the Nigeria game, they were saying that this is the basketball equivalent to the Miracle on Ice, which I think is a bit of a stretch. Uh, that's, it wasn't even a championship game. It was an exhibition. No, no. <laughs> uh, you've, you've seen the movie Miracle, right? Yeah, of course. Could you picture like Kurt Russell playing Mike Brown? Oh, my God. <laughs> like... Instead of like, the, do you believe in miracle or not? The do you believe, the great moments are born from the great opportunities. Like you ever see that speech? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now just picture like Kurt Russell, but bald and just like <laughs> looking really confused up at the scoreboard and looking back at the ref the entire time, because that's what Mike Brown did for basically his tenure in Cleveland. I would pay money to see that. Yeah, and how come Mike Brown beats Greg Popovich like fifteen years later after he needed to in the finals? <laughs> All right, so yes, we play against Australia again on Friday. Okay. With, uh, that's Aaron Bain's squad. Yeah. Not Matthew Delvadova's. Yep. We played them on the 16th and then we play Spain on sun- the Sunday. Ooh. Who's on Spain? Mark- I, is this Marcus soul? I, th- I think Marcus soul might be playing one more really? time in the Olympics. Yeah. I th- I could be wrong, but I think I saw somewhere where he's playing one more time. All right, here's like Spain's national basketball roster. Uh, oh, how about this? Not only is Mark playing, so is Paul. Okay, yeah, it might have been that where he was saying he would play one more time. Dude, if Paul Gasol is playing, I might be cheering for Spain. <laughs> Low-key, even if it is just an exhibition. Uh, honestly, Paul Gasol, love the guy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find their roster right now. Um, <laughs> Spain roster. Schedule. Okay. I mean, is Ricky Rubio from Spain? Mm. Yes. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's playing for them. So here we go. Ricky Rubio, Willie Hernan Gomez, Pau Gasol, Marc Gasol, Sergio Rodriguez. It's kind of a squad. Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. Now, Sergio Rodriguez, I don't think, has played anywhere in the past 10 years in the NBA. But, hey. <laughs> you know. Oh, they got uh, Juan Hernan Gomez as well. I didn't, I see, yeah, he, apparently he is still in the NBA. <laughs> so, yeah, do you know what? We might be Spain fans. That team's, Honestly. Kind, of, that team's kind of loaded. <laughs> Argentina, we beat yesterday. They have Luis Scola, who I thought died. That's a name um, I've not heard in a minute. Luis Scola played for Argentina yesterday. Huh. Yeah. So. Huh. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to the Olympics. I think they'll step it up, but right now it's just tough to watch. Besides, but I'm happy to see Garland out there. I just I I hope they get used to the FIBA rules soon. Yeah. But no, like I said, I'm happy to see Garland out there. And speaking of Garland, um, Cavs draft. They are the number. They're uh. They have the number three spot in this year's draft, and obviously Cade Cunningham is going to go number one. So that kind of leaves us at the mercy of Houston, whether they want to take Jalen Green or um, Evan Mobley. 
And do you have any thoughts on any of those players whatsoever? Or do you have no idea what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. I just, uh, as someone who's not a Cavs fan, I, I don't exactly know who I'd prefer. Yeah, I I guess technically I read that Mobley's supposed to be the better fit, but Green has the highest potential. Mm-hmm. But I think debating who we want to take is stupid unless we trade up because like we're kind of held at the mercy of Houston. Yeah. And I don't know what they're going to do because they need everything. <laughs> like Mobley's going to be like a Chris Bosch type. And, you know, I'm not saying he's going to be as good as him, but Jalen Green has like Donovan Mitchell abilities. So me personally, I would take Green. Who's got the first pick? Detroit. They're going to get okay. Kate Cunningham. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just it's it's a weird situation because it's not like it doesn't matter who you know I say we should get over whoever because I'll take either one of those guys. It just depends on what Houston decides to do. Yeah. And they need everything, so they could go either way. <laughs> I guess that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> but uh, speaking of the Cavs, I think I want I think I want Ben Simmons in Cleveland. I was a. Uh watching some of uh, Colin Cowherd, your favorite guy in the world's uh, stuff Hell earlier. Yeah. You said he'd be a good fit in Golden State. Ben Simmons? Yeah, I, I don't know why he would even reason that, but... Why would they give up? I... Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> I mean, that's who it would probably have to be. Do you remember that interview with Andrew Wiggins like after he got drafted by the Cavs and like the guy at ESPN was like, only asking him questions about getting traded and he looked like he was about to cry. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That might be the best trade in NBA history. <laughs> like Kevin Love. Like he's not what he used to be, but no big three era uh, was great. Real quick was, before we move on, who do you think the Cavs what what would the Cavs have to do for Simmons? For Simmons, um I think it would take Sexton and Kevin Love to make the contracts match. Uh, Kevin could shoot. He's healthy. You know, he could still be a good role player, mm-hmm. above average role player when he's healthy. Colin Sexton is a scorer. We already have a scoring guard in Darius Garland, so that's why I don't want to get Jalen Suggs either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that Garland has a higher potential because I, I kind of we kind of see that Sexton is basically going to mm-hmm. be like a Lou Williams type. I don't know what to make of Garland yet. I think he's going to be good. Um. But yeah, I would hang on to Garland, trade Sexton and Love, and maybe some draft picks. Throw in Jetty Osmond just because I don't like him. <laughs> my um, my one take with this is that no matter what happens with Simmons, I hope he completely turns it around and proves everyone wrong that season. Yeah, and I like, love that Ke- guy deserves so much better. Yes, and I love Kevin Love and Colin Sexton. Don't get me wrong, but you know we have with a Coro now like. He's like what six five, yeah. And we have like two like six foot guards in Garland <laughs> and Sexton, and they're great players, but they they're not going to win NBA games together when mm-hmm. that's your backcourt. So I don't know. Uh, maybe all I have to say is Cleveland Twitter is not going to like your Sexton and Love trade. Yeah, well, Cleveland Twitter also thinks <laughs> that Odell Beckham is a bad player and Tyler Naquin <laughs> is an Indians hero. So like, I love Cleveland sports more than anybody, but I'm. I'm a realist. Hey, you said it, not me. Do you know what? I will I will fight Cleveland Twitter with, a, with <laughs> my bare hands and a brick. All right. What else we got with the NBA? 
<laughs> Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> Kyle freaking Kuzma. Speaking of players who are ass, um, <laughs> did you hear what he said this week? I did not. He said that he feels like he has the potential to score 25 points a game. In 25 NBA, points a not game. Not on the Shanghai Sharks. In the NBA, not, on the, not, in, the, not in China. <laughs> not in Copley, Ohio Rec League. <laughs> in the NBA, on a team with LeBron James, Anthony Davis. So, Dave, <laughs> do you think uh, Kobe Kuzma could uh, pull off the impossible? Score 25 plus a game. You know what? As someone who's been a diehard Kuzma fan from the start, yes. Absolutely. 25 you, points a game. Why are you a Kuzma fan? I'm that, that was sarcasm. Oh. <laughs> I mean, man, I if you guys know me, I'm a Cavs fan, diehard, but my bandwagon team is wherever LeBron is, and I'm the first to admit that. Uh it's it's been rough watching Kyle Kuzma the past two years. Like, even on the championship team, I remember a petition went around that said. Don't give Kyle Kuzma a ring if the Lakers win the championship, <laughs> which I happily signed. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Uh, Has he been linked anywhere? Yeah, a couple places, actually. He, The one I like the best, well, there's a couple. There was like a package of Kyle Kuzma and then either like KCP or Harold, depending on if he signs his uh, player option, excuse me, to Sacramento for Buddy Heald, which okay. I do. The one I like, same trade package from the Lakers, to San Antonio for DeMar DeRozan. Uh, Come on. I don't know. Seeing Kuzma in a Spurs jersey would be bizarre, though. I will admit it that. It would. It would. <laughs> but do you know what? Maybe he need, he needs that, like, Popovich type of figure to, like, coach him and kind of get him under control. And a, a nice, nice, kind grandfather that will mentor you. Will still give you a kick in the ass when you need we'll, it. Will still call you out on your shit. Yeah, no, I I love Kyle Kuzma's San Antonio. They need they have no business with Demar anymore. Yeah, so essentially they will be trading Kawhi Leonard for Kyle Kuzma, which <laughs> I love. But no, I I'm all for that one. Yeah. Um. Then I think they should trade Dennis Schroeder for like a wet paper towel. <laughs> the garbage can that the wet paper towel gets thrown into. Yes, I Dennis Dennis Schroeder for like G Man. G Man. G Man. I know he's listening right now. He texted me this week. He was like, "Hey, man, I love the podcast." So thank you, G Man. Shout G-Man, out to G Man. Yes, G Man, we love you. Um, <laughs> and he's single, ladies. So hey, hit him up. All right. Um, yeah. And then last basketball thing. Um. LeBron said he wants to stay in LA for the rest of his career. Not, I mean, I'm not surprised by that in the slightest. I mean, it would make no. most sense with his career just to stay in Hollywood, stay where he gets so many more deals and everything. And yeah, yeah, it's it's not surprising. I, I I totally saw that happening. I'm so sad. Why is that? You don't Come want home. one more. You don't want Come one home. more year. One more year at home. Come home, LeBron. We love you. <laughs> Hey, well, if the Cavs keep it up, maybe they'll eventually get the number one pick for Bronny. That's the only way I see him going anywhere else. I, I think he's still going to go wherever Bronny goes. I I would – that would be one of the most amazing things to see of all time. Yeah. Because what was, that, was it uh, Gordy Howe or Bobby Hall or one of those old hockey guys that did that? Uh, well, 
shit. I think it was one of them. I want to say it was Gordy Howe. Yeah, you might be right. We'll have to fact check that. But we'll fact no, check that and, yeah. and we'll tweet out who's right or wrong because I don't feel like Googling it right now. Yeah, but no, that would just that would be one of the most insane sporting moments I've ever seen. I know, and I would have loved that <laughs> on the but Cavs. Even, even if LeBron is an old man that's 44 years old and he just walks onto the court for two minutes with his son, that would be amazing. And then... They're going to be at the center of the court in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> LeBron's last game of the career. He's holding up the Larry O'Brien trophy. Is, is that right? Is it, I don't want to sound like an idiot. Let me. Yes, it is. Yeah. Screw you, Dave. So, <laughs> Demon argue with you. Yeah. Asshole. So he's holding up the Larry O'Brien trophy and Dan Gilbert walks on the court to shake his hand. He, Dan Gilbert holds out his hand. LeBron reaches into his jockstrap, pulls out a checkbook, writes a check for an undisclosed amount, hands it to Dan Gilbert, and says, the Cavs are my team now. <laughs> That's how I want it to end. Could you imagine a better send-off? Uh, Not uh, for LeBron, but for Dan Gilbert. Oh, that would be, a, that would be amazing. I mean, it will <laughs> never happen, but... Man, well, all I know is the Indians are looking for a minority owner right now, and uh, LeBron is with the Red Sox, so come home, baby. Yeah. <laughs> own both of, own the Browns too, and you know the Lake Erie Bond or the Cleveland Monsters. Just own the entire city. <laughs> you know, take over Sliman's Delhi. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Speaking of LeBron, just one more time, Space Jam Three. That's the next podcast where we will each be pitching a space jam sequel and we will debate on whose sequel is best. It is uh, going to be awesome. I'm really yes, stoked I'm for it. very excited for that. Then the week after or episode after I'm working on a special guest. So stay tuned if that happens. Yeah. All right. All right one more, one more quick basketball thing. Just want to give a shout out to the 2k 22 covers. Dirk. Freaking Dirk. Kareem. Dirk. Candace Parker. Candace Parker and uh, Luca. Yeah, Luca's. So, Luke, yeah, Luca's on like the main, like normal copy. And then we got a special edition with Candace Parker. And then I think, was it like the Legends version or whatever? That's Kareem. Dirk. It's Kareem, Dirk, and. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Nobody that's else. It. Yeah. Yes. But shout out to those four legends and then that bozo they have on there. The snake. The snake, the bozo, and we're not talking Randy Orton. Uh, yeah, Dirk Nowitzki, he's task force for sure. Mm-hmm. He was on my all-time favorite NBA team that did not consist of a Cavaliers or a LeBron team, which is the 2011 Mavericks. Which I was going to say, that it must yeah. have been 2011. Yeah, with uh, Peja, Jason Terry, Tyson Chin. Mm-hmm. That team was just That team was insane. sick. Yeah. That team was I love that team. And Rick Carlisle was the coach and now he's with the Pacers and they're going to be great Mm -hmm. because of Rick Carlisle. He's walking, you know, yeah. Trophy cabinet because (laughs) all he does is get dubs, but yeah, no, I'm excited to see them this year. Yeah. It's it's a pretty dope looking cover too, from what they showed. Oh, for 2k. Yeah. That's that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot better than Madden's. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) There are so many like graphic artists out there who like can't find work and like yeah it's it's trash. It wasn't last year uh, Lamar. Yeah, they're like let's 
just take a picture of a football player and put lines in there. And they they barely even edited it. It was just like four no. different pictures of Lamar Jackson across the whole case. I'm like, dude, like, yeah, I, yeah, that, that's not. It, it didn't look cool at all. It was, it was like shit. But and uh, even the the NBA, but yeah, sorry, the NBA ones look good. That's that's our yeah. point. That's our exactly. point. They look good. Yep. Um, and then they had some sexy man on the cover of FIFA this year that I didn't know. Um, who, <laughs> who's the new athlete? On FIFA 22. FIFA, it's uh, Mbappe. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Killian Mbappe. Yeah, so, uh, hey, Dave, what's going on with uh, Big Ben? All right, so, yeah. Big Ben, we're Close, like, Closing out this podcast with some Pittsburgh talk going on here. Big Ben, um, we're like, fat bitch. <laughs> this is, no, this is, before I say any of this, I just want to say, as a Pittsburgh fan, we should all be able to, like, enjoy big ben jokes unless they're like really harsh but like on his weight and whatnot stuff like that i think that stuff's hilarious a lot of yinzers get so annoyed with it i think it's hilarious like i'm not directly poking like fun at him as a player or anything it's just sometimes he's he's a very memeable guy i I hope ben roethlisberger's dog eats chocolate whatever (laughs) (laughs) so anyways um this this guy on Twitter. We're not condoning. We're not condoning dogs eating chocolate. We love dogs here on the I seventy six podcast. This certified Twitter account, Ryan Burr, who I'm trying to figure out what he is, but his bio just says broadcaster of games coming to a stadium, arena, or course near you. Made a huge Twitter thread about Big Ben and his new diet, which is going to Waffle House eight times a day. <laughs> and apparently, this diet is stricter than that of Buccaneers QB, Tom Brady. So it is the BR7 method. Okay, what does that mean? Well, Tom Brady's diet is called like the TB12 method. Oh, that's yeah. stupid. Yeah, no, it is pretty dumb. But yeah, uh, Tom Brady... Would ben Baker Roethlis- Mayfield be called eating BM? <laughs> Bowel Baker Mayfield... <laughs> Like Baker, Baker, Mayfield's, poopy, poopy. Baker Mayfield's diet is just starring in as many commercials as, po- as possible during the season. But Look at that bag. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I, th- this is all BS. Like, <laughs> I think it's really funny that he, he, Big Ben is waiting until being 39 to focus on his weight just because he's seeing how great it's treating Tom Brady. And I have some of this thread pulled up and it is just this thread that this dude posted is just sucking off big Ben. It is unreal. Like he gave, he gave the credentials first. It's like, I started covering Ben as a basketball player in high school. I was at ABC in Toledo played wide receiver on the football team. And then he talked about how he was just like followed him at Miami all the way to going pro in Pittsburgh saw Ben Roethlisberger transform into a star quarterback that didn't go well. Motorcycle, booze, women. <laughs> and then he went on to rant about how uh, he's focused on his diet and everything. And it's just as much appreciation that I have for Big Ben. I feel like every once in a while, if his name just hasn't been a headline, he, something has to stir up where he has to be front page of like the Pittsburgh News or something. Yeah, I took a tour of Heinz Field a while ago and like anything big Ben related people would lose their fucking minds. Like it'd be like, Oh, look, there's Ben Roethlisberger's used sock. <laughs> and I, so I'm like, all right. So suck. Everybody else in the group is like, Oh my God. Ben Roethlisberger's 
sweat in that sack. It's like, <laughs> but like that's a hyperbole, but not really. No, I I, I understand that. <laughs> no, yeah. Are you kidding me? Like if I mean, if I saw Baker's sock, but he has sexy feet. Whatever. Like I, I'd be Quentin Tarantino with Baker's well, foot. Real quick, what do you think this diet entails? Of I think to me, it is drinking Bud Light instead of Bud Heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think he is eating nothing but like baked beans, uh, <laughs> honeycomb. He's not getting a, he's, he's not getting an extra side of honey mustard from sheets. Yeah, he's he's going to chilies and he's getting the chicken crispers, and he's not getting a double deep fried. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I thought of a I thought of a new nickname for Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Are you ready? Okay. Fat bitch. I have no comment. Okay. I'm sorry. As as triggered as I will get with the memes about his weight sometimes, uh, I I do appreciate the jokes about it. I w- I'm not joking. Uh, whatever. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you everybody for listening to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> It's been fun, Dave. Did you have a good time today? Yeah, I did have fun. I'm excited yeah. for what we got coming up in the next week. Yes, the next couple of weeks are going to be fun. Um, Space Jam 3, then we're going to try to work on a guest for uh, the fourth episode. And uh, hashtag Super League Twerk Team. Get that trending. All right, thanks All for right. tuning in, everyone. Make sure you tune in next week. Hashtag Super League Twerk Team. <laughs>